Hello and welcome to Pods Up. I'm Ant McGinley and in this episode we're going to discuss some rather difficult subjects. But that's what the show we're focusing on today is all about. If you do find that anything we talk about makes you feel like you want to talk to someone, then we've put some very useful links in the show notes. Please do check them out. This is Pods Up. I think it's safe to say that 2020 has not been a year that anybody has really enjoyed. It's been the year of COVID-19, a virus which has not only killed many people, but also led to many countries going into lockdown for several months. Here in the UK, businesses and schools closed their doors and people found themselves at home with little more to do than the hoovering and going out on their so-called Boris walk. For the vulnerable, it was even worse as they were told to shield themselves from the outside world completely. And with many countries heading for a second lockdown and the additional stress and strain on people that comes with that, we're all once again more aware of the importance of our mental health. In newly released figures for the UK, the suicide rate for men in 2019 was the highest it's been in 20 years. Bear in mind this figure is just for 2019. It's before many people had even heard of corona or been forced to lock down. So with so much having happened this year, understandably the fears are that this year's total will be even higher. There are some real positives though. Mental health is on the radar of individuals, business owners and governments. It's being talked about more freely. People are more honest and forthcoming about their own experiences. Charities such as Mind are being promoted by English football clubs. Prince William set up the Heads Together initiative and lots of small peer support groups have been set up. One such group is based where I am, in Manchester. It's called Talk About It, Mate. And as well as offering face-to-face peer support, it's also a podcast. That's where we come in, or rather, where Charles Commons does. It's coming up to half past six, and I'm just heading up the stairs with my laptop in hand to go and join in with the Talk About It, Mate session which is going to be live on Zoom. Hi, Charles. Hey, guys. You're fine. Okay, right, let's get started. So, uh, good to see you all. Hope you're all well. Before we start, I'm just going to remind you a little bit about our contract. I'm not going to go through it on screen, but um, the main takeaway things uh, that we've noticed recently, just share from your own experiences. It makes it more worthwhile. Talk about uh, it, mate isn't just a podcast it's a peer support community interest organization which promotes positive mental health and well-being the podcast is just one part of it this is the majority of the rest of it i joined talk about it mate uh, for its group meetings during the lockdown periods while we were going through that big massive spell where coronavirus just stopped us from doing everything normally talk about it mates based in manchester but because of the fact that we weren't able to meet up in person they moved all of their sessions online and started using zoom what we'll do now is we'll move on to our checking in procedure now checking in is really really crucial to how this group works and I, i about 10 years ago i started to struggle with my own mental health it was something that was really hard on both me and my family At the time, it was just me and my partner, and it took its toll. 
I was in a job that I didn't enjoy and I thought that I'd let myself down and my parents down and my friends down because I'd not finished university properly. I'd not got a job in radio doing the thing that I'd said I was going to go and do when I left home. And it all just started getting on top of me. I won't go into the details of it. I'm still here. And that's the most important thing of all of it. And it's groups like this that I wish had been around back then when I was struggling. Since then, lots of them have appeared. And Talk About It May is a social enterprise, but it's an organisation that has been set up by its founder, Mike Richard, simply because he went through a similar thing with his mental health. And again, he found a lack of support that you didn't have to wait for or pay for. Talk About It May isn't just a podcast. The podcast is a side and is a marketing tool for the organisation. They've already released two series that you can go and listen to right now on whatever podcast app that you choose to use. And they're working on a third one right now, which is going to showcase exactly what it is that these guys do. Hello everybody, Mike here, founder of Talk About It Mate. Really pleased to welcome you to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Talk About It Mate podcast. And this is a bit of a milestone, a bit of a big one for us. I met up with Mike in March, the week before lockdown actually occurred here in the UK, uh, due to the coronavirus, of course. I wanted to know more about the podcast that Mike was making called Talk About It Mate. I didn't really know that there was this big thing behind it, though. And I was quite surprised to hear that the podcast was only a very, very small cog in quite a big wheel. And it wasn't even the first thing that he started making. Yeah, the podcast actually, I'd say, is a very small part of what I do. And it's so much so that people tell me not to neglect it. And now I'm here, I think I do want to up-level, increase the podcast. So the podcast didn't come first then? No, no. um, Mental health experiences myself, uh, I did a blog but I wouldn't say I was a natural blogger but it was quite it was like a get everything off my chest and everything's out in the open and that was about three years ago and then uh, the response was really positive and then it was a meetup group and then uh, events and then podcasts kind of came near the end. Hi everybody, my name is Mike Richard and I am the founder of Talk About It Mate and this is something that came about summer of 2017 um, when I moved from London to Manchester after I did a blog and you know people encouraged me to set up a peer support organisation and I kind of came out of my shell a bit and decided to do that and you know it's gone from strength to strength and uh, I've met some really interesting people along the way and not many more so than... um, Paul, who I will now dub producer Paul, because he came to me after we'd had we met a couple of times and and said, "Have you considered doing a podcast for your group? You know, because you can just talk about different issues, talk with different people, and you know, get the get the message out there about what you do." And I think it's a really good way of um, 
you know, getting content over to people who, you know, can't meet you in person or don't know too much about the group and it can be shared quite easily. And to be fair, I didn't know anything about podcasts. Um, so, you know, I'm really pleased to be putting out this first podcast because um, it's a big achievement for me. And, you know, don't think that I wasn't scared doing it or I've been worried about posting it because I, I was. Uh, but I think this is evidence of if you think you've got a good idea, then just give it a try and, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Even if one person listened to this, then um, I'll be really pleased about it. So, um, yeah, I really hope you enjoy um, this podcast, the first podcast from Talk About a Weight Mate with myself, Mike Richard, and Paul, who will now forever be known as producer Paul, um, who, you know, has inspired and pushed me and believed in me enough to, you know, to lead us to this point. So thank you to Paul and I really hope you enjoy this first podcast. Thank you. That was the intro to the very first Talk About It Mate podcast that Mike released. As you can see, he, he basically tells you everything that you really need to know about it. The first series of the podcast was six episodes long, and I really like what Mike did with it. He takes each episode and gives it a separate topic, exactly the same as what he does with the peer support sessions that he runs. So Mike has this thing that they call the it list. It's basically a list of topics. And at the start of every session, the group pick one of those topics to talk about for the following hour or so that they're together. The topics range from things such as advocacy, fear, vulnerability. There are loads of them that they've done over the well, the months and the years that they've been going. Even over the few months that I've been a member of the group, we've covered several. But I loved the way that he used exactly the same thing for the first series of the podcast. In that series, he spoke to individual members about their own mental health stories. One of them was Lindsay. When did you realise something wasn't was up? you know, with your mental health? I think if looking back over the years, it was, um, there was a major issue with a flatmate I had and I had a flat share in London, but that was, gosh, that was a, a long time ago. I think really to, to bring it more up to date and be more relevant is, was particularly last year. And I think it was around sort of July, August time. I come back, um, in sort of, uh, late July from a holiday with a couple of girlfriends. We'd been away in Spain and I used to work with him, and the move from London was a big decision. But at the time, I think I was so excited about the new adventure in Manchester that I hadn't really focused on how difficult the transition would be. So seeing them in July and spending a few days away with them in the lovely sunshine was really quite tough. And I also had, it was lovely, but it, it kind of brought home to me what I didn't see week in, week out. And they were, they were a great friendship to me in London. And also as well, I'd caught up with quite a few friends over the course of being in London before the holiday. Yeah. So for me, it really spiked, I would say, kind of late July, early August. Um, you know, I'd, had, I'd taken on a new job, which I was promised training in because the job itself was very new to me. Um, but it was felt my background would be, you know, really I'd bring transferable skills. And in the early to sort of, it was around about the first or second week of June, it had been recognised that support that had been put in place wasn't as effective as it should have been. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I had a conversation with my director, and 
ultimately the the plan was I was going to go and leave, come back, and it would be a fresh start for me. But I soon, within you know two or three weeks of returning, um, began to realise that ultimately the the culture of the company was very work hard, work hard. You know yeah. there was expectations around people and. And whilst they promoted the autonomy that individuals had within teams, it also meant that everything fell on that person's shoulders um, and there was very little support outside yeah. of it. And so that's really when I started to realise that, you know, I was I was starting to really panic about things. I was starting to, you know, people would go to make teas and coffees from our small office and that irrational fear would come in. Yeah. You know, they're talking about me or, you know, Mm-hmm. There was another thing where people would have conference calls with the, with their line managers and and the fear about me being a topic of that conversation, how I was failing, even though for me, looking back, the failure was on their part to support and train me effectively yeah. and, and the effort was in there and the commitment was there. But as time went by, I just felt I wasn't good enough um, and that, that really was where it, it, it came to a, a peak for me yeah. late last year. It's honesty like that that I love about this podcast. I see a lot of myself and my own story in other people's stories. And it's nice to feel that I'm not alone and in having fears, in having anxiety. It's really heartwarming. For series two things changed. Instead of going and speaking to people that were members of the Talk About It Mate support group, he went outside of his own bubble and started talking to other community leaders and other creators in the mental health space. But he then brought it back for one particular episode that Mike always uses as a pure example of what Talk About It Mate does. When I wanted to find out what being in the group was like, I didn't just turn up to the first group session that was available to me. Instead, I went to episode three of season two of the podcast. The best ideas like, can often come to you at the most, you know, you're unprepared, you have a great idea when you're in the shower, you know, and I, I write things down and I've got a really good idea. I'm, I'm even hesitant to tell you just in case like, I think someone takes this idea. But uh, I've got five guys who I know very well going to facilitate for me. And I've be, I've already facilitated groups where they've come to and they're willing to sit down in a circle with me and we'll run like a demo or dummy session of what men, men's peer support would be like. We'll probably use fake names, you know, so the only people who can tell who they are, the people who know their voices. Um but like a 20 minute segment of this is what men's peer support is. Put that out there, men who are thinking, what's it all about? Because that's the main question I get asked. What is it about? Is it is it intensive group therapy? I'm like, no, are you doing a presentation? No, but I have done. But it's just people sat in a circle and getting things off their chest. And like with it being called Talk About It, mate, the, the new kind of, I suppose a new name for the new series is Watch Your It. Everyone has an it. So regardless of mental health issues or not, but imagine listening to that, you know, five guys handpicked, but who who will open up about their respective issues. That's really powerful. And like that just came to me on the bus. Okay, guys, welcome to the group. Um, good to see you all and hear you all. Um, my name's Mike and I'll be facilitating tonight. And um, we'll choose our topic in a minute. But normally when we start our sessions, we'll do a quick check in, see how you're feeling here and now or what's been going on with you. So who wants to go first? I'm, I'm more than happy to go first. 
uh, yeah, I've had, a, had an okay day. Um, finished work at 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, had a one-to-one session earlier today. Um, the fact that Mike got five of his members to agree to come and be a part of the podcast and share intimate details about the way that they're feeling is testament to exactly well, not just the podcast, but the community of Talk About It Mate does. I've been in these groups. I have said things that I wouldn't want you listening to this to hear. And yet here are five people willing to go that extra mile to show you, the listener to the podcast, just how good Talk About It Mate is. Just a lot of positive thoughts about how I'm going to... uh help myself uh self-care and help myself mentally during the lockdown so it's been i'm feeling pretty positive at the moment this episode of the podcast was recorded through the meeting client zoom so it's not the best quality but it doesn't really matter mike is showing exactly what talk about it mate is about that's what matters that you get the feeling and that you get the closeness that the members that are in the group actually get when they log in to one of these meetings or, as before coronavirus, turned up to one of these meetings. Now, of course, what he could have done was turned around and said, right, guys, I need everybody to go out there and get yourself a Blue Yeti mic or shell out some cash on a fancy recorder so that we can record remotely at each end and then I'll edit it all together. But he didn't because it's not necessary. As Mike himself says, done is better than perfect. If you're just doing something, you might make mistakes while you do it, but aren't you going to learn from those mistakes? And then if your finished product isn't 100% perfect, it's the journey, isn't it? Like I could look back and pick faults in all my podcasts, sound quality, equipment, my own questioning, but but why not? Why do I do that? Why do I need to? Do you do that? Yeah, I listened to each of them at least twice. But uh, for example, that first one I haven't listened to for for nine months, and and it's it's funny because if I was to do it again, I'm very different. But it's it's such a great thing for me to look back on that and listen back to it and think that's what place I was in a year ago. Like look where I am now, and now I'm going to do on location ones where I'm at an event and interview different people and like I'll have to learn the editing skills needed to do that. Uh, possibly do one as a guy who's a barber uh, and he's on the news talking about barbers and mental health. And he just seemed like a really nice, genuine, honest, nice bloke. So uh, I fired him a message on Instagram. Again, I would never have done that a year ago. I'd been, I wouldn't message anyone directly. I was too scared. Uh, I'm going to go to his shop. I'm going to maybe interview him, maybe even make it a video as well for YouTube. Uh, but again, I've got to get a couple of other people involved to help me. And if anyone's listening to this thinking, I want to get involved in podcasts and I've got an interest in mental health, like I'm a very, very approachable person. Like, you know, I'm never too proud to let people come in and help me now. Like, cause it's, it'll help me get to the next level. Hey everyone, Mike here, founder of Talk About It Mate. And this is season two, episode eight of the Talk About It Mate podcast, all about person who's really important in a man's life and it's his barber and uh, we sat down with Craig Henderson from Craig's Barbershop found out about his work uh, in signposting people to get help and identifying signs that men might need some help 
uh, and the work that he does with the fantastic Lions Barber Collective. And I'd really recommend you checking out a TED talk by their founder, Tom Chapman, which I think was really good. Like, it's a short thing, but it really grabs your attention. And that, you know, their aim is to reduce suicide rates. And I can't praise them enough. I think they're doing they do a fantastic job in terms of in men's mental health moving forward. Something else that Mike does on Talk About It, mate, is he actually gets members of his community to come on and co-host some of the shows with him. I think that's a really ingenious way of engaging your audience. On this episode, Ed is Mike's co-host. Previous to this, I hadn't attended very many Talk About It, mate, groups. Since I've been in isolation, I've been going to two two meetings a week, the Sunday one and the Wednesday one, and catching up on the Wednesday and the Saturday morning um, weekend waffle thing as well. The weekend waffle is another Zoom call that's done on a Saturday morning all the way through lockdown. Um, basically, members just turned up, they did quizzes, they dressed up into fancy dress or whatever the theme was for that week, they would put clothes on to suit, and they basically just spent an hour chatting having a bit of fun, the same sort of thing that you might have been able to have done before the coronavirus, when you could just go out and meet your friends in the park, in the pub, in a cafe, go around each other's houses. It was intended to keep it as normal as possible. Now, for Series 3 of Talk About It, Mate, the podcast, Mike wants to make it a bit more branded. And by that, I don't mean that it's going to be corporate and not feel like it's the same podcast that it was before. What they're going to go in and do next is going to be taking the stuff that they do within the groups and literally then repeating that for the podcast, but in a very authentic way. I'm really looking forward to hearing what Mike ends up putting out for Series 3. You'll find it wherever you find all the rest of your podcasts. Go and check it out. It's called Talk About It, Mate. Thanks to the amazing Charles Commons for finding this episode and bringing it to us. And, let's be honest, doing most of the work on it. Uh, if anything in this episode has made you feel like you want to reach out to somebody, we've put some really useful links in the show notes. This episode of Pods Up was written and produced by Charles Commons. If you've enjoyed this show, please reach out and let us know but more important than that let somebody else know about it share it with them and bring more ears to what we're doing and if you want to get involved with what we're doing please reach out and get in touch with us as well 